there's this one moment where I'm, so I, I, I'm running out of the place and, um, David and Patrick, um, and, uh, Alexis are picking me up and Dan said to me, he's like, I don't want to like minimize everything you've done on the whole season, but that was your best work, that run. Hi everyone. Welcome to EW On Set. I'm Shana Naomi Crockmall. And I'm Patrick Gomez. This is a companion podcast to the sixth and sadly final season of Schitt's Creek, Tear. <laughs> so many tears. But we will be here every week, bright and early Wednesday mornings after each new episode airs with our recaps, with our favorite moments, and with exclusive on-set interviews with the cast. You'll be hearing from Emily Hampshire and Annie Murphy. Oh, I just love them so much. They're both great. We, we had such a delightful time talking to both of them. And we were on set for a really good portion of um, some of the scenes in this episode. Uh, so we have some behind-the-scenes uh, gems. I'm like gonna, little moments. Yeah. But let's start at the top of okay. the episode. This is 6.04. Breaking news. The, uh, the Crows trailer has uh, arrived. There was a time when the Crows were our friends. It halted. Someone hit resume. Just let it buffer. Friends. Well, we best be returning. Dad, I told you we needed to upgrade the Wi-Fi. You know, we got to see like a slice of the croning being shot um, in season five, but the trailer is like beyond. It truly, beyond. I wish this movie existed. It takes the best of like every sort of like moment of Catherine O'Hara and Beetlejuice and takes it to this like most absurdist level. And it's great. I, You know, there were really beautiful, very funny and also very like, of sad moments in season five when she would talk about the making of this film and every detail of it was so just perfectly low budget filmmaking but I, their ability to execute a trailer to match it is outstanding i love it so much um Boyra, uh, finds better internet and continues to watch it over and over again takes it to the jazz gals makes, makes them, them watch, watch it, it over and over again and i, I like how ronnie was like i gotta say the special effects look way better than what i pictured when you described it god bless them they all stand around and watch this trailer there are moments where you can tell that they are, you know, legitimately like excited for her and like, hey, but you're in a big movie. And, you know, I'd like Twyla ask at one point, were the crows nice? Mm. My uncle had a parrot that kept asking me to take my bra off. Everyone gives feedback except Jocelyn. I, you know, I really liked this storyline, actually. Like, we we just were re-watching a little snippet of it, and I was reminded, like, these two women produced Cabaret together. I think my reason for not wanting to jump on the bandwagon is just that I've seen you get your hopes up before, only to be disappointed when things didn't work out. I don't require coddling. I know. Now that I realize that my opinion means something to you, there's a lot that I like about the trailer. You know, and then you get this like high school paper review of a movie, which I am sure I was guilty of writing and you probably were also, Patrick. I've never been so happy to see like a very like minor reference to the earlier Crows movie come back and be a storyline in five and then to see it play out here in season six. Like Dan told us on Binge that he had plotted out five and six essentially in large part together because they knew before they started shooting five that six would be the final season. And this is one of those moments where even though it was a recurring storyline in five, you really get to see it like pay off. 
Yeah. So I'm I am excited for it to continue to pay off. Like if this is what just the trailer is, maybe we will get a whole movie. <laughs> Can I just get an episode that's just the movie? Like, yes. I would watch oh that God. over and over. Oh, and over that would be again. so great. Please, if there is any extra footage of the croning. People want it. I want it. I want it. But that's not all that's going on in this episode. We also have Stevie, who is... <laughs> Stevie oh got God. what she asked for. She wanted a job at Larry Air, and they were basically like, here, fly the plane. Did you know that Larry Air has 18 ongoing lawsuits? One of which is from Larry himself. Wow. Okay, got it. I left a job I actually like for this. What is wrong with me? How honest do you want us to be? Stevie does not want to be part of Larry Air anymore. It does not go well. Um, we actually talked to Emily um, uh, behind the scenes uh, at one of the shoots that we were at. So let's listen to what she had to say about that. What happens is that I go for my first day and they put me, they want me to go on a real flight to be like a flight attendant on a flight that's going to leave the ground. And so as I do say in this, which I agree with, how safe can the plane be if I'm the one in charge of saving people's lives? I feel that about both me and Stevie. Um, but what is funny- yeah, I don't want to be a part of a club that would have me. Yes, <laughs> yes. But then um, there's this one moment where I'm, so I, I, I'm running out of the place and um, David and Patrick um, and, uh, Alexis are picking me up and Dan said to me he's like I don't want to like minimize everything you've done on the whole season but that was your best work that run so there's a run supposedly in it that because I'm in heels and I'm in this uniform that oh that was also that was so weird so being in that uniform I felt like we started the day and I'm like, oh God, I don't even, I don't feel like Stevie. I don't know how to be Stevie. And I didn't connect it to like, I'm in this, with this, this uniform, with this hat. And I was sitting, I just felt so uncomfortable. And then it hit me at one point that is because I'm in this. And, and the, after that scene, we were shooting a regular Stevie scene and I was just like putting on my baggy jeans and my Converse. It felt so good. Um, so I feel like I felt like Stevie must have felt in that. My favorite storyline in this episode is about how David and Patrick had already asked Stevie to be the maid of honor since they assumed Alexis would be in the Galapagos. And Alexis immediately starts scheming how she can, in a very all about Eve-ish kind of way, like nudge Stevie out of this role. Are you sure you shouldn't do this? Because, I mean, you're here now, you're David's sister, and you're clearly better suited for the job. Oh my God, Stevie, I get why you and everyone else would be asking that question, but the answer is, like, maybe. So, you know, they have this series of conversations both in the, in the getaway car and then as they go shopping for a suit for Patrick for the wedding, where Alexis is trying to make being a maid of honor sound very difficult. I think she, in general, at least on paper, would be yeah, better at this. she has thrown some parties. Yes, but right? then she ultimately realizes that uh, Stevie kind of needs this. Like, yeah. Stevie has a breakdown yeah. in the suit shop. <sighs> what am I doing? Well, we can just cross-fade responsibilities. No, what am I doing with my life? And it's so sweet because she ends up like helping her with like the little like yeah, the picking, the picking with the tie. 
let's, we got to talk to Annie Murphy. We were here to see the scene get shot. Well, let's hear from Annie and then we'll come back and talk about that. We just got to see you guys do the scene of, of the four of you in the tailor shop, like looking at the suits. We don't get to see the four of like, you called it the kids. Yeah. Um, you didn't, <laughs> the you don't get to see all four of you together a lot at doing scenes. What's it like to, to get to film something like this today? Um, imagine if I was like, Ugh, not my favorite, <laughs> not my cup of tea. No, it's so fun. And as you said, it is a kind of a rarity that the four of us get to work together. Um, and we're all buds outside of the show. So it's nice to come to work and, and get to hang out and, and work with your friends. So yeah, we're having a good time up there. We get to see David ask Alexis to walk him down the aisle. What does that mean to Alexis? And what does that mean to you to like have that moment as we head to these final episodes? Well, I think it means a lot to Alexis um, because she did have her heart set on being the maid of honor. And I think it was a very big person moment for Alexis to kind of relinquish those sisterly duties and give them over to Stevie. Um, not without a few not, minor digs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a bit of a bumpy road to get there, but I feel like Alexis has finally matured enough that it, you know, she's she's she understands that Stevie needs it more than she does. Um, and then to walk David down the aisle, Alexis realizes that as a very significant part to play in the wedding as well. We'll be right back with Maury W. on set. Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce Season 5 of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back. So it was so cool to be there. For it this. was so cool. This was such a it it was a great scene to watch because the four of them are so great together. It was also And you don't see all four of them together that No, much. very rarely. And this was a true on location experience, right? So this podcast is called On Set, but what we saw were out in the field, locations outside. The way that Schitt's Creek shoots is they do what's called block shooting. And so they have the whole season scripted. They have all of that. And they shoot all of the things that are in their indoors. studio yeah. indoors first. And then they go and basically go on a road trip. And I mean, everything is shot within sort of like a couple hours it's radius like of Toronto. And it's a little different, you know, each day. And maybe they're at locations for more than one day. In and fact, this one is uh, the bank uh, that we went to in last week. Yes, is next door. So it was two sort of adjacent businesses on the same little strip of that this was a small area. Closed bank that was like a weird zombie apocalypse bank. But, but this is an actual an real actual life actual real life suit store. In that fact, the is, fake sign they put on outside of it, or the fake awning, remember yeah, it kept falling because it was it was pouring rain. Pouring rain. So it is a weird kind of coldish June day. Pick one. Can we take it from, can we just get married now? Yes, please. It's day two on the Schitt's Creek set for us, um, fourth, uh, fourth location. And uh, we are, it's very, very rainy, as you can probably hear. We are in a small town called Oshawa, and we are at a suit store that is an actual suit store, but is 
a fictional suit store in the town of Elmdale. We're in a working store. We're in a working store. So there was like a little bit of an awning that got so wet it fell down and now they're going to put it back up. So we're at this suit store is small. I don't know how it's going to look on TV, but it is tiny. Yeah, tiny. Inside that store, it felt like it was 1950. Mm -hmm. And it, except for there were a handful of like more modern clothes and there was like an underwear display, which you can see in one shot. Um, but they had moved some of that into the back room. It's a tiny space to put all of these actors and all of these cameras in, especially when it's Lights. raining. The monitors and all a lot of that kind of stuff was actually set up outside. So we're all crammed in there. A in like thing a hallway. You, in, a, in a tiny little hallway. A thing you should know is that in the scene where... David and Stevie and Alexis are all talking while Patrick is trying on the suit. Noah Reed is actually standing because there was no way for them to shoot this in a way where he makes an entrance otherwise. He is literally standing in the dressing room. Tiny, like, like a tiny One of the room. smallest dressing rooms I've ever seen. It was more like the size of like a closet in an RV or something or like a shower that it was like so, I don't know how you would actually try on a suit in there. I don't know how you would either but every take they did of this which is a number Noah is just in that tiny little room waiting for them to get through like pages of dialogue so that he can make his entrance in this like room. <gasps> hey what do we think about this one? Oh my god since when did James Bond shop in Elm Glen? God bless him he just spent the rest of every take standing in this tiny little closet. <laughs> we are making up some good 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 content Hello. over there. Thank you. Can you guys see me? Nope. <laughs> You're like what's her name? Take one from Noah's entrance. So I can get his first line. Okay. That's a great idea. Yeah. One of my favorite things about watching them film this scene, because we saw them do the scene so many times, um, was Annie Murphy and Emily Hampshire. There's, she has that breakdown, and uh, Alexis realizes the right call is to let um, Stevie do this with my help. Mm -hmm. And she kind of winks at her, and it wasn't in the script. In fact, it wasn't even in the first few times they did it. Um, but she added that in, and I remember grabbing your arm, being like, I hope they caught that on camera. Yeah. I hope they caught, and that is one of the takes yeah. they use where she winks at her. When I talked to Dustin for the bonus episode of Binge, he talked about, and we had certainly seen this on set, that they they don't improv on this show. Like, it's a very funny show, and it is very close to text the whole time. And the only place where they really get to play around a little is in the sort of like last line out of a scene. Also, at the very end of the scene where you see um, David and Alexis and she boops him on the nose cute like in the way that we saw her booped head through the screen I mean we probably saw them do versions of that like 10 different times it turned into like a full-on arm fight it was at practically a slap fight like yeah. every it just kind of kept asking like the version that they use in the episode is pretty subtle compared to I feel like I, I I was like this is getting out of control like what's happening it was so cute and you get to see that they know which is the part to really focus on and nail down and which is the part to have fun with yeah I mean it's just it's watching these people embody these characters because I've said it time and time again I think Everyone does a fantastic job on the show, but nobody is stretching themselves more mm -hmm. than Annie as Alexis because they are complete opposites. And yet she makes it seem so easy. Effortless. It was really sweet to see uh, uh, Emily, uh, who plays Stevie, obviously, um, kind of find that moment that you guys added at the end of the scene where she mouths thank you to you. And that that's so sweet. And I think you were mentioning the growth and how she kind of gives it to Stevie, like for her to not only give it to her, but then help her. It's, it's, it's like that moment is so sweet. 
Yeah, I I love working with <laughs> Emily. I feel like Annie and Emily have kind of a similar relationship to Alexis and Stevie in the sense that I really felt like I needed to work to get Emily to like me. And now I am in. I am so in with Emily. But it was like, I was like, oh, God, like a little nervous around her at first and just trying to get her to laugh or whatever. So it was, it's nice to now have that kind of warmth in the relationship that I have with Emily that we can play in the Stevie Alexis dynamic too. Um, and we don't get a lot of scenes together, but the scenes that we do have are usually pretty special. You know, at the end of this, when you see when David asks Alexis to give him away. It's like arguably the most important role of the wedding. A simple yes or no is fine. No need to pull focus. Okay. I do. Great. Although now that I think about it, I could also be the flower girl and like come out first wearing a gown made entirely of flowers no. and just walk down the aisle and loop back. Absolutely not. And then quick outfit change and then we're up. I mean, I feel like if anyone's having a costume change in this wedding, it's David. Oh, who like six. Obviously. I mean, it's it's really sweet and heartfelt and and very like loving of them. And it's like he gets that. And not that... something he ever would have wanted or thought to do mm -mm. in season one mm -hmm. or at the beginning of season one. Mm -hmm. It's really sweet. I just, I love their dynamic so much. And just like, I you want you want a sibling relationship like that where they can rib each other, but then at the end of the day, they just love each other. Well, that is episode 604, but we are not done yet because we've got to go through our favorite little oh, moments. This is my favorite Rose family celebrity name drop of the season so far. I mean, you didn't end up marrying JC Chazay or Jenna Elfman, but I actually feel like Patrick's kind of the best of both of them. He does not know who JC Chazay is. It isn't our very own little JC Chazay. Who? Ooh, we've been over that. I appreciated this a lot. I am, was a huge NSYNC fan. While I was watching this episode, my wife literally turned to me and was like, okay, JC's the one which one? And I was like, I cannot believe we are having this conversation right now. You are the Patrick in this moment. <laughs> How can you not know that JC is the one with the best voice? Oh, best voice. I, my brain could not have ever dreamed that up, and I love it. I love it, too. Best name drop. Who was, did you have a different one, or is yes. that? Yes, um, so I just loved, because of the story that it, that it concocted in my head, is I asked Stevie. David, you'd better be talking about Stevie Nicks. <laughs> and then in my head, I'm like, are are they actually friends? Like, is could that have been a possibility? Could we have gotten Stevie Nicks on the show, like, like twirling around with yes. like 900 scarves? And Patrick also doesn't know who Diplo is. Diplo still sends me nudes. So DJ, okay. I know this is all about us, Shayna, but I do have to chime in that uh, our producer Carly revealed that she had a favorite name drop. I once planned Megan Fox's bachelorette on this tiny island off the coast of Montenegro where nothing is illegal. Like, nothing. She's now sitting over here laughing. Okay, now it is time for our favorite Moira Rose dialogue. To me, it's just literally anything dealing with the Crows trailer, like her in the Crows yes. trailer, her talking about the Crows trailer, but I love the moment in the opening. This is in no way an optimal viewing experience. Oh, it's back. There's tons of them, but that one's one of my favorites. I have in my notes, and I still can't remember where it's from. I literally wrote down, those are birds. Those are birds. <laughs> It also but, could be from the end when she's <laughs> when she's talking about the what she's wearing. I really like your feathers. They're very lifelike. Surprise! They are real. Twelve hundred of them, hand sewn into my costume. Mm -hmm. The live crows on set welcomed me as their own. One even tried to mate. Moira always has these sayings that sound like 
like the way she delivers them, like the cadence of them makes it sound like it's a thing you would say all the time. Like, you know, don't put the cart before the horse. But instead she says, no, we must keep the carriage in the wake of the mare. It's been more irrified. Yeah, more irrified. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. It's been more irrified. Um, okay, well, now we are at the point where we are going to share the moment that made us laugh the hardest and the moments that made us cry the hardest. Which one do you want to start with? There were a lot of very funny lines with almost all delivered by Annie Murphy in this episode. Oh my God, David, I totally forgot about your wedding dream book. Um, where did you find that? Um, I was looking for an earring and I found it under your pillow. Um, cry, I would say. Like think of all the people on the planet who find someone, somehow you're one of those people. And in her Alexis way, she delivers it kind of like an insult. But I had a moment, honestly, where my wife and I sort of like grabbed each other's arms and we were like, oh, because we are the cheesiest, the cheesiest, most insufferable like couple. And that is the kind of thing that always makes me cry about this show. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, no, it was touching. It's sweet. You're kind of getting a little emotional I know, right now. I love I know. it. Um, well, for me, the most emotional was uh, Alexis and Stevie. I know unemployed, in my 30s, for the second time in a week, I left your dad high and dry at the motel, and now I'm... <sighs> okay. All of what you're saying may be very, very true, which is why I will not let you give up this job. You can do this, and if you can't, I will be here for the whole month to help you through it. Bring it in, girl. Oh, no, I don't think you need to do Okay. Stevie, we don't know a lot about her background, but she really has become a part of this family. Yeah. Um, and that was so, so touching. Um, for funniest, I have to go back to that opening scene. I mean, the, cro the trailer. The unlike uh, Jocelyn, I could watch that trailer over and over and over again. Thank you so much for listening. We will be back next week on Wednesday, every Wednesday, with more exclusive on-set interviews and insight and recaps and all of that about this sixth and final season of Schitt's Creek. We want to hear what you have to say. You can come find me. I'm at Shana Naomi. And I'm at Patrick Gomez L.A. Please remember to like and comment and subscribe. Thank you again for joining us. This has been EW On Set.